Hello and welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast episode 41. And this one I want to talk about knowing your worth, your ROI. So if you've ever seen uh, programs like Dragon's Den or I think the other one, the American version is called Shark Tank. Um, They have got a formula. They ask lots of questions and they're assessing and seeing what the investment that they can put into something, what return they're going to get. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. Do you know your worth? Because the narcissist or emotional abuser did. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of emotional abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. So in this podcast, I want to talk about understanding your worth. So the emotional abuser or the narcissist or whatever title you've given them, they understood it. They had worked out your ROI. So your ROI is the return on investment. Now, not all emotional abusers are particularly clever, but what they do know is how to manipulate people and they do it to get what they want. So they will have made it their focus to understand you, to get to know you, to find out exactly what you will be worth to them what they have to invest to get that return back. And what they do is they've seen particular qualities within you and they leave you feeling abandoned, which is something that they try to avoid. And they feel you leave you feeling empty and very lonely, possibly worthless. And at the beginning of the relationship, the emotional abuser did some calculations and they worked out exactly the ROI. So the official term of ROI, return on investment, is a performance measure used to evaluate the efficiency of an investment or compare the efficiency of a number of different investments. ROI tries to directly measure the amount of return on a particular investment relative to the investment costs. So they've calculated how much time, how much money, what they need to invest and what yield they're going to get back on that. They've done this by in a various different way. So they've presented their child, their inner child, their damaged child, their victim to you. And they have been very interested in what you are interested in, what makes you tick, uh, what your values are. They will have worked out types of cars you drive, the house that you live in, the job that you've got, the commitments, maybe your children and things like that. And during this idealisation, they are actually working out what you'd be prepared to give them, what you'd be prepared to give up. They will have calculated how long it will take before they have full control over your life, over your money and over your attention. So the emotional abuser or the narcissist, whatever label you want to give them, title you want to give them, they know your worth. They calculate that at the very beginning. If you've actually seen that series called Dirty John on Netflix, you will have seen during that 
what they're able to do. And John's just out of prison. He's living in a motorhome, which was given to him by his sister. He set himself up a profile on a dating website and he has an Excel spreadsheet. And he's working through a list much like a telesales person would work through. He's going for the note, which is actually a sales book. So that that is another calculation. How many no's you have to, how many phone calls you make to, and how many no's you get in those phone calls before you get a yes. It's about reverse psychology. And this is really what he's doing. And it shows you during the series, some of the dates that he went on. And one of them, he asked the question of what this woman did. And I can't remember what she did. And, and then she said that her brother was in the police. He was she was straight off the list. So he then knocks on Debbie's door and he fabricates his story. He changes some of the details. He meets one of her daughters and she really didn't like him, but he would have added her into his formula. The return on investment was what he would have access to and what Debbie would do for him and the lengths that she would go to. So he was asking questions about her previous relationships, her children, um, her divorces. He found out that she owned a company. This all goes into that calculation. He walks into her flat when uh, to pick her up on the on a date, and he will have been assessing, you know, the quality of the stuff around the room over a period of time. It wasn't actually a long period of time. I think that there was a bit of an argument with one of the daughters, and um, so they decide to go and have a look at a beach house. And so they look at that and Debbie goes and takes out a lease on it. And she had the money to do that. And he manipulated her and he created scenarios. And he, um, I'm not quite sure where he got the money from. I think he was selling um, drugs that he was getting through somebody else that he was dating. I don't want to ruin the whole story for you. It is true. And he shows that he's got some cash that um, she has um, some money that she puts away. And then he does things like he puts up monitors around the apartment and um, he also manipulated a scenario of a break-in to get that done. She has her own business. As I said, she has cash in the bank and she also has cash in the apartment. She has really nice cars that he then has access to. So this is all this scenario. What does he have to do to get to land in that life? And it's during the cycle of abuse that they work out exactly what you're worth to them. And over a period of time, they take that from you and they break down your self-esteem and everything um, that they like about you and they discard you and they leave you in pain wondering what you did wrong and why you aren't good enough. They created a fantasy of who you would be for them, what you would do for them and they systematically broke down your boundaries and they systematically ruined your relationships. They spent all your money and they, well, broke everything. So they might have broken your cars or damaged your property. They don't see it. They don't take responsibility for that part. 
And it's during this cycle of abuse, they place you on the pedestal, they create this image that they want you to be. So they've got this really good excuse. You don't live up to their expectations. It might be that you ran out of money. It might be that you ran out of energy and they then devalue you. As I said, they can't take responsibility. So they reject you and they replace you like you might do if your TV broke down or you needed a new cooker or a new appliance. When you're no longer fit for purpose, they start to look around and they might upgrade. Now, this doesn't happen in all situations. Sometimes you wake up and uh, realise what's going on and some people get out of that relationship, but it still leaves the same damage. They don't take responsibility. They can't do that. And by creating this image of you, it's your fault because you actually didn't live up to their expectations. So it's your fault. And this is a pattern and they will continue to use this formula when they move on to the next person. What I want you to think about is, what is your worth? Do you know what your worth is? Do you know what they saw in you that they wanted? And this for you is about reprogramming your brain and breaking free from them. And this is why no contact is so powerful because it gives you that breathing space. This is about stopping the thoughts. They've told you perhaps that you can't live without them, that they're the best thing that ever happened to you. And it's about breaking these thought processes, breaking the, the voices in your head. And that is a really good way, place to start with healing. No contacts is gonna give you that space to heal to breathe, to regroup and find out, you know, understand, understand what's going on. You might go through uh, phases of rumination. So it's getting up and creating routines that will help your healing, things like breathing and grounding. And then thinking about the words that you hear. So when you start berating yourself, those conversations that you have in your head, where do they come from? And then going in a little bit deeper and saying, whose voice is it? How's the uh, sentence constructed? Is this something I would say or is this something that I've been told? Start looking at perhaps where you want to go with your life. And it might be that you still want them back and you will do anything. You're prepared to give up anything. You'd be prepared to put up with anything. It might be you prepared to put up with their affairs or various different abuse. But this is why going no contact is so powerful because it gives you that breathing space. It gives you that time. And um, when you start to hear those voices, as I said, start to listen to or ask yourself why you would do that, why you would think that you were lesser than is it something that was drip fed to you through these conversations in between them putting you on a pedestal and discarding you, they devalued you. So they might have told you in a trickle feed that you're not worth something. But the thing is, right at the beginning of the relationship, they were working out what you were worth. And it's like looking back, and I did this in the Queen's Gambit podcast and saying, I'm going to give you this statement. If only you could see what others see. So this is the same. Look at what you're worth. You are an amazing person. So it, this is about taking little steps and building up your confidence and healing those wounds and this is perhaps mending and protecting your nervous system. But this is about also looking 
the some of the things that will bind you are the fake future is one of them. All these things that you've been promised that are going to happen. This might be why you stayed on in the relationship. This investment, I was talking about this to someone just now. These relationships are very similar to standing at a slot machine and investing money. So you, But it's not just money, it's time, it's emotion. You've been told how amazing you are and how they can't live without you and they've projected out this damaged inner child to you and all of a sudden they start withdrawing. But at this point, you've invested so much. And some of these relationships you were trained into. If you have had a parent or someone in your life at a young age that wasn't available, that kept you there, you thinking, I'm going to get the attention that my siblings get. I'm going to get the attention that my cousins get. I'm going to get the attention that the other class members get at school. And if you've been waiting and waiting and you were trained to wait, it's my turn next, it's my turn next. That might be another reason that you stayed in this relationship. So what are you worth? Do you know what you're worth? Because the abuser did. What's your investment going to be on yourself? It could be time. You might take an hour a day, an hour a week, a weekend. You might take yourself out and do things. I've got a couple of workbooks. I'll put some links in the description box. So one of them is a self-care workbook. It's a free download. And the other one is the essential criteria for creating the perfect healing plan. I think it's called. It's a really long title. Please forgive me. I'll put those links below. Start looking at what investment you're going to give to yourself, what you can do for yourself. And it could be having a bath. It could be going for a walk. But please, if you can, start introducing the three things, the honest conversations, but uh, grounding and breathing. Box breathing is so powerful. And and I can't remember which podcast it was now. I'll find the link and, and put it in. I talk, it might have been last week. I talked about a technique that I was shown by someone uh, just before Christmas, I think it was. And um, so using the box breathing, but um, with affirmations. So a releasing affirmation and then a powerful affirmation. So And I talked you through maybe um, creating your own. But I gave you a couple to start you off, to kickstart you. I'm fairly sure that was a podcast. Anyway, I will find that link as well. But understand what you're worth because you've been left believing you're not worth anything. However, you wouldn't have got into that relationship if you weren't worth something because they're always on the make, they're always on the take, they're always looking for what people can do for them and what they can get out of people. So it might be that they've taken all your energy, uh, but you can rebuild that. It might be that they've taken all your finances and left you, but you can rebuild these things. You can put plans in place to help you financially start looking at what you can do now and taking positive steps. It is scary. I know that I've been there myself, which is why I I want to work with people in the way I work with them, because I can see on a deeper level where this stems from. And I know how powerful it is when you start to step into your power, take on your sovereignty and be the person that you were born to be. And these relationships, to me, are guides. They show you where the wounds are. This person came in with a light to shine on the wounds that you can heal on a deeper level. And some of the ancestry work that I've done over the years and 
the the wounds that we bring through um that are passed on from our mothers grandmothers far you know it's mainly down the female line occasionally it does come down the male line but the majority is through the female line and these wounds are passed down mother to daughter mother to daughter mother to daughter and sometimes to sons you can heal those and it's a for me this is about saying it stops here it stops now and I've actually got a course on that I called that as well so I'll put that in the link below honestly you are an amazing person you wouldn't have ended up in a relationship if you had nothing to give so start to look inwards and ask yourself what am I worth do you know it I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time